adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. Welcome to The Nerdy Old Men Podcast. The greatest nerd, geek, and pop culture podcast in history. With your host, Redneck Wes. He keeps screwing up, people. And that old bald man, Chad. Come on, man. This is a fun place. Don't be a Hey, Wes. Hey, buddy. What a weekend, man. Hey. <laughs> been a busy weekend for the both of us thank you guys that uh if you're listening guys and girls if you're listening to this episode uh the week that it airs uh you'll know that if you pay attention to us that we said that you know our, our f- normal friday episode would be delayed this weekend because of stuff this weekend and uh so wes you were you were out of town uh, uh, yeah. with a, a cheerleading thing with the kiddos right yeah <clears throat> how, did, how did that go good uh, they they got a sixth place finish. Did they have fun? Uh, yeah, Isabel was. Uh, she's really wanting to do better, but uh, bless their hearts, they had one little girl that uh, broke her arm at school, <sighs> and they had another little girl. Uh, there was a death in the family, so they oh, were down. They were down to. They had to change the routine last minute. And some of the younger kids uh, had trouble with the original routine, uh, you know, because they're they're just little. Because you know we're a small gym, so it's pretty much, hey, you know, they they can do it. Um, so they they you know <clears throat> they had fun, but at the same time, like Isabel was really wanting to. Well, that, I mean, that, the, show, that shows good stuff. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they she, wanted she, she has a better. want to. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. has a want to. Um, Kaylee just kind of hung out with us and was like, eh, "Okay, well, that's good." I mean, she's, uh, the, the the twin thing is really is, it's funny because they're they're really kind of wanting to uh, become their own people, right? Uh, <laughs> that's good, and they really hate they really hate being twins. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but you know, it was you know uh, we had a good trip over to, to Asheville and back. Yeah. Uh, weather was. East Tennessee and in Western North Carolina was just awful. Uh, I don't know how it was. The wind, in Oxford, but the, the wind. Oh, in the, yeah. Well, the wind and the rain was was rough. Uh, I guess it was like Friday or something, and the wind was really bad Saturday because um, my son Brady had three lacrosse games, uh, one full one, and then two halves for like a jamboree thing. And it was yeah. sun beating down on him. The wind was like crazy. I mean, a lacrosse ball is hard, right? Really, it's really dense. And the wind was blowing it. So it was rough. It blew the goals over. I didn't even notice it until my son went outside to work on his rebounder with this small lacrosse stick because they're, they're about to move him from defense to offense. But anyway, he, he was out there working with it, and he comes in and he goes, hey, the fence blew down. I was like, what? And I walk out there, and there's three big – panels of the oldest section of my privacy fence that were laying down <laughs> like, god almighty had, uh, <laughs> so you know it, it was funny because you know we've got split rail fence around part of the house yeah i had some of it blown down and then uh the the girls had the you know everybody's got the wooden like swing fit you mm-hmm. know with the mm-hmm. the slides and everything yeah it's like laying over in the yard and like snap in half it's crazy like, man it was, it was nuts. So. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's just nuts. But, but I mean, so that's where we were this weekend. So we didn't. Yeah, we're recording this on Sunday evening, so we didn't really have a. You know, it, we this was the first opportunity we had to do it. So <clears throat> that's what that's yeah, what we're doing. But, that's what we're doing. But if you look at it this way, if you look at it this way, 
this week you get two episodes. <laughs> Dead gum right, Wes. Dead gum right. I, I, I just uh, you, you sir. Uh, yeah, mm. that was that was mm. good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what I do. Yep. <laughs> so, what we thought we don't wanted to talk about that. It's interesting uh, because we won't even do a news a, a news break. Um, <laughs> we started to, but we're not going to. Um, I, I printed off a N one Starfighter. Um, that I'd gotten from, uh, I think it's ZZM Armory, uh, a pa- Patreon thing that I, I did. And, man, it came out so good. It was in two pieces. And the guy also printed, like, uh, or designed little pegs, three pegs that go on the body. So it holds them together better than just, and lines them up just perfectly. Instead of just going straight together. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Just instead off. of just flushing, it locks it perfectly in place. And it's it's I took it out, and I spray-painted it uh uh, or I primed it matte black, and then I bought some metallic you were silver. Running around, you were running around the driveway with it, weren't you? Making not yet. I haven't got it. I haven't put the silver to it yet. I bought some metallic silver uh, spray paint, and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know because his you know Dinjarin's a silver, much like his Beskar armor, and uh, so I'm gonna paint it up silver. And you know it's Legion scale. I, I I will probably use it on one of my personal tables. I don't know that I'm gonna take it down to the store and. And I may make one and donate it, but it'll get busted up because it's got the it's You're got right. well the back you know the, the tail ends of the engines and the tail end of the body has a, like a spike that sticks it, out and yeah and, it and, out. yeah it'll it'll break but I'll still probably do it just for the yeah, heck of it. Going, this is my toy I'm going to be the only one that can play with it you absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, maybe going to a little uh, a little Legion tournament this weekend in Cleveland Tennessee uh, put on by Dicehead. Um, games. I've never been there. Um, it's, uh, it's in McMinn County, I believe. And so think about going down there for that. There's only two, three people signed up now, so it may not happen. Um, but if it does, um, I'll go and play. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of the Star Wars and the Mandalorian and all that kind of stuff, I thought, you know, it was that a good idea? And, and, and I concur that, uh, we talked a little bit about the Mandalorian because I, I, it's, it's like my favorite show. Uh, I love it. Um, me and the, the daughter watch it. Uh, the boy hadn't watched any this season yet. He's kind of been preoccupied with lacrosse and rap music right now. So he's hasn't been, he hasn't been watching it. Uh, they, now, they, now are we talking like they they work like together? New rap music, or are we talking like, like um no, like he, old rap music? Yeah, everything. He's got, yeah, he's got Dre, but he's also got like uh, Tower of the Creator. He's got a bunch of stuff. He, he's yeah, just I like any no just are. like anything else. He's very eccentric. I mean, has he not got any DJ Jeff Jeff from the Fresh Prince? I mean, come on, dude, like dude, uh, nobody has DJ Jeff from the Fresh Prince. What? <laughs> Except for, I don't know. Have you seen Have you seen the Chris Rock special on Netflix? I, I've seen some highlights. Oh, everywhere. God. Because they said, they said, did it hurt? And he goes, hell yeah, it hurt. And he goes, I've got summertime ringing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. It was actually a really good, really good thing. Oh, but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, and I know that you've watched it too. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. I hope everyone is caught up with it. But, you know, we are going to warn you that we may give away some spoilers. Now, we're going to talk about things that we think are going to occur and things that we've liked, and I'm sure Wes will have something that he, you know, he doesn't like. So. I'm old. I hate everything. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's start with what, I mean, how do you think, how do you like the season so far? I've enjoyed it. I mean, um, I know that most of season three had been mapped out and um, been Disney uh, fired Gina Toronto. So that made Favreau and Filoni have to change some things. Now, just, and, just to interrupt real quick, what I have heard is Kathleen Kennedy fired Gina Carano because she has something personal against her is is a lot of the stuff that I've I've seen videos or read some stuff that Favreau and Filoni did not want her gone. No, and, they no no. I, I'm not trying to say that that Filoni and, and Favreau. Oh yeah, were, no, I'm saying you say yeah, you said Disney in general. I think well, it, I Disney, think it had a lot to do with. KK. I know they were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but they had they had mapped out pretty much season three, mm-hmm. and then uh, that happened, and so they had to change something like that. And I think some things because I really something that I, I didn't think that I would like that I have with this show is that side characters get brought in. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do. And really they absolutely steal the show. Yes. <laughs> and that has been so fun. Cause I, I was really wanting to see Rangers of the new Republic. Well, I thought that would have been what I, what I've read and, and what I've heard is, you know, again, spoiler, uh, Zeb shows up in the last episode from, uh, rebels. You know, he's in the bar. You've seen him. And, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's he's talking to the lieutenant or whatever. That's what's well, Zeb from Rebels. Well, uh, he's talking to uh, 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 Captain Carson. Yeah, the captain. Yeah, yeah, captain yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, the the thing about the uh, about that that other show is I've heard that that is possibly Zeb's going to be in it. But that um, Favreau and Filoni put pressure on him and said that. Cara Dune's going to come back and Gina is going to play her. And if you don't like it, well, you you can find other people. Now, how how true that is, I don't know, but I think they they could put their foot down. They basically said that, um, look, KK, God, I can't even say that. (laughs) (laughs) Despise that woman. But anyway, uh, they basically told her, um, you, you've screwed up a lot of what we were wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is ours, hands off. And I think that's why some of the other shows, they kind of split them up. Like being in the sandbox and mm-hmm. everybody's got all their toys in a big pile and you're like, no, you can't play with that one. You, can't, you can have this one. I think that's kind of what happened because things that I've read, and internet hearsay, so... Yeah, you don't know how much of it yeah, is true, is yeah. legit, right? But basically, they both said, "Look, if she keeps messing with our shows, we walk." Yep. And knowing that they would never actually have to walk because the world <laughs> would implode, well, and, I, they're, it, and they're not I, actually going to happen. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, they, they um, know they know that they'll get their way because they own Star Wars. Well, this is the problem, Disney's been hemorrhaging money mm-hmm. um they kind of lost their way a little bit with uh the mcu mm-hmm. and they're like look we we've got something that works with mandalorian mm-hmm. or as most people call it the baby grogu show or baby yoda show Grogu. Um, you know disney needs money Nobody's gonna really come out and say that Disney needs money because mm-hmm. they've got other issues going on uh, on other fronts, and this this thing's a cash cow. I mean, if you we were we were in well, we were over in North Carolina this weekend, and I saw a, an older gentleman uh, walking around, and he's got a Mandalorian Grogu T-shirt on. Yeah, it's. It's it's I the mean, best. This is it's something... the best Star Wars. It just really is, and uh, but I think it would be neat, and I think it'd be a big smack in the face if they did bring her back. Brought not only her character but the actress back too. Well, it would be. I think they could make a heck of a good show out of that. Oh gosh, Cara Dune and Zeb and some other ones. Man, that would be. It, it could well, be really dang cool. And like I said. Uh, the the character that uh, was it Pauline? I think, I'm trying to remember the, uh, the actor's name. Um, who who plays? Uh, and I am drawing a blank on his character's name. He's the the X-wing pilot that oh, goes yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, gosh, the captain guy. Yeah, I don't remember. We're just gonna call him the captain. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean he he's a he's a good it's character, Carso, I think, or something yeah. like that. He's a great character. But he, it's one of those ones. It's like he's a he's a a supporting character, 
but you could like so get into his adventures. Absolutely. And it's kind of like in the in the books what they did with Wedge. Wedge was one of my favorite characters, by the way, from, mm-hmm. from the original. And uh, you know the whole Rogue Squadron. Yep. Yeah. It, it was it was great. Uh, Dave Dorman actually did one of my favorite uh, drawings of him, and it you know it's Wedge and he's standing there holding his helmet and. There's X wings flying above him, and he said it kind of looked like a recruiting poster. Oh yeah! But he's one of those. He's one of those. You know, just side characters that you're like, you know, the books which they decided not to use because God bless. You know, why would we do oh, yeah, stuff right, that people go. already like? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carson is who you're referring to. Yeah, Carson. Pa- Paul Sun Hung Lee. I'm really bad with with Asian names, but that but that Sun Hung Lee, he's fantastic, and that's who you're talking about, Captain Carson. Yeah, Captain Carson. Uh, but I could see him being, you know, because Wedge was a fan favorite. Yes, I could see this guy. I mean, honestly, um, if if they can bring like the whole Rangers of the New Republic yep. ideal back, this guy's got to be in on it. I, I think I think it will, and I think that I think that they'll do that. I really do. Um, you know, they're they're exploring all kinds of other stuff, and I love it. Um, the you know, some people I saw some some scuttle online, but who cares, right? Uh, about Doctor Pershing, I don't know. Scuttle's good for business, <laughs> <laughs> but about about Doctor Pershing and his his portrayal and all that. You know how he. Um, his character and how it, it, you know, for a couple episodes, it was off away from Den and Grogu and stuff like that. Well, like, oh, it's boring. I, I, no, I, it's important. And the reason I think it's important is I, I think that the comms officer, I can't remember what her characters that, that when they officially did, but, uh, Katie O'Brien, um, is the actress. Um, but she's like mean and dark and, and, and I think that she's a plant from the empire to oh, clean absolutely. to clean up, I think that's why they wiped, why they wiped Doctor Pershing. Oh, absolutely. And and, she, and that, she's a deep she's a deep plant, deep in, plant. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I mean, and which I know we'll get to in a minute. Who who put her there? Yeah. Um, but she just she exudes evil and yeah. confidence all oh, at yeah. the same time. Oh, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, I can't stand. I mean, and I'm an imperial guy, but I can't stand her character. But it's so perfect, though. Oh yeah, you it's, you, it's you so know good. If you were an imperial officer, you'd punch her in the face. Yeah, but she's so just, good. Just for being so smug, man. Yeah. And that's it's perfect. That's a that's a hallmark of a great character and well, a great actor, right? Actor. And, and and something that I like about about the Mandalorian that it's that it's showing uh, is we we typically always think. That the Republic, the New Republic, the, or the Republic, the Rebellion, the New Republic are all super good guys, right? They they always oh, do it. Everything is great. Yeah, everything's great. <laughs> stuff always works out just fabulous and all this other kind of stuff. Well, they repurposed the Mind Flare and named it something else. And you've oh, got, yeah. yeah, and you've got that. Uh, it's a Mind Flare. Yeah. No, no, it's not. You've got that Mon Calamari, and he's like, no, no, it's it's all good. We've just, we've adjusted it. It's going to help you. Yeah, bull crap. They're doing the exact same stuff the Empire did by changing the name and saying, oh, oh it's, yeah. it's righteous now. And that just goes to show you, you know, what is the difference between, a, you know, a, a bad guy and a good guy? Well, the side you're on. You know, if you're if you're you know collecting a pension from the empire, then these people that defeated, they're the bad guys. Always have yeah, been. Well, and you know, but, vice versa. And it's it's um it's it it's interesting now that they're showing that, and I like that they're showing that because that's got real world applications. Well, and that you know that was the whole point of Doctor Person was you kind of you see both sides and. That whole, I know a lot of people were kind of let down with that episode because there was a lot of talk. And like you said, you know, oh, where, where's, where's Baby Yoda? You know, where, where's Bando? You know, what, what's going on here? I like that. You have to have, 
Well, you have to have that world building. I mean, it can't be all. Well, look at Andor. Heck far. I mean, we're not going to go into that, but I mean, that, that was all world building, you know, and I thought it was fantastic. But, you know, it, I like those aspects of it. I really do. And I think that that is a, a fantastic addition to this show because we're not just talking about Din Djarin and uh, Grogu. We're talking about everything that is occurring in the Star Wars universe, particularly in the Outer Rim, but Coruscant too, because it's where Pershing and stuff is, right? But everything that's going on politically and everything else um, after, well, it's, you know, after the Battle of Jakku, but it's after, you know, for people that, uh, that I guess not, to all the lore, you know, it's after the Battle of Endor, you know, but it's after the Battle yeah, of Jakku. Yeah, that's what well, this is. So. Um, but you know, it's, it interesting things that I like also is that, um, Mon Mothma has, um, ordered the reduction of the military by so much, you know, just, just can destroy everything Imperial, even though it was superior, mm-hmm. it was of at most, a lot of it was of superior design, just burn it down, tear it apart. In our own stuff, all these Carillion or, or uh, the the Mon Calamari uh, battleships, you know the big ones, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. No, give them back or destroy them. We don't. We're not going to have that anymore. We're going to demilitarize. And then what happens? It, the Empire rises again. If you look at the canon, those crappy last three films, but I do think that they're going to try to at least mop up some of the mess that was made there. But, um. Because they weren't prepared to defend themselves. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like when the captain goes and asks for help for that planet. Oh, we really need some help. I, I oh, love I love yeah. the way Tim Meadows played. Yeah. yeah. That, he's like, yeah I'm he, just too busy he's for this. Overworked. He's yep. overworked. He's understaffed. You know, he's like, look, man, I got all this crap. But I ain't got time to fool with something going on in my outer rim. Yep. I ain't got time. Just, you and know that's, what? That's bureaucracy at its best. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't do anything about it. I've just got. I've got stuff I got to do, man. I got stuff. I gotta they're like, do. well, they're on their own. They'll be all right, you know. <laughs> but some other major. I really. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I, I really like what you know, uh, Carl Weathers' character. You know, oh, he's fantastic. Uh, Grief Target. Yeah. Like how you. And this is this is the thing you have to realize. Like there have been years that have passed during these yes. three seasons. Yep. And. I think a lot of people didn't get that at first. You know, they're like, well, you know, Grogu went off with Luke and he was with him for like two weeks. And, you know, no, he was, he was there a couple of years. Yeah. According to, uh, yeah. Well, Filoni, you yeah. Know. And so you're seeing like things progress. Yeah. And things, you know, like they really built up the planet, you know, and he's like, you know, we're a booming, you know, we're going to be a trade spur and, mm-hmm. You know, we're still a free planet, and, you know, he's building all this stuff, and then in the last episode, they just get wiped out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just everything's getting blown all to pieces. And yeah. it, but it was neat to see how he had changed from when he was kind of running the the bounty hunters deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. To where he's like, I got, I'm worried about, I, I, I got these people that depend on me. Yeah, he changed. The character like, changed. He, he goes, get everybody out. And he's like, you know. Yeah, everybody head to the flats. You know, we've got to get everybody out of town and mm-hmm. to see that character. You know, his character has changed. You know, and, and you know, even Mando has changed mm-hmm. on certain things. But well, it, and another big, well, another change there is um, is Bo-Katan because she was really disenfranchised from the whole thing, and now all of a sudden, you know, she sees the Mythosaur. And she becomes religious again, you know, for lack of a better word, to the way. And, you know, and she's like, you know, and they, they destroy her home, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but, you know, and then the, uh, and then the, the, the armor, the armor is like, like, you know, he's like, do you trust, do you trust my position? Do you, you trust yeah. my just, judgment or my decisions? My, do you respect like, my yeah. position or something like that? And, um, my status or something, whatever it is, but she's, you know, she, yeah, she gives her, you know, uh, um, a special consideration to do that. 
in order to go recruit more Mandalorians, those that don't walk the way. But she, I guess the um, the armor figures, well, you know, more <laughs> in more Mando more helmets is, hell, is better. <laughs> you know, more Beskar is better than none. Um, but to, to go on uh, real quick on on the destruction of the of the Castle Crease or whatever it was there where Bo-Katan was living, you know, if you don't pay attention, you, and if you, you're not big into Star Wars and, and Imperial stuff, you you may miss it, but that attack was was perpetrated by tie bombers and tie interceptors which are mm-hmm. typically assigned to star destroyers where you know when you see ground based um uh, air support like in andor uh it's it's standard tie fighters but these are interceptors and bombers and you know, like i said they're normally in the fleet so who's got star or who's got um star destroyers left I don't know, but I think it's thrown. Well, there, <laughs> I, there I, was. Now this is where having read books and stuff, you know, it, it kind of muddies the work. You, you think you know where it might be going, but like after Endor, there were some admirals and captains that kind of became warlords. You know, it's like well, you know, that's that, so many ships. Yeah, Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon was like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's like they're loyal to me. Yeah. You know, it's like at work when you have that really cool boss that you know always got your back and does stuff, you know, to help you out. You got one of those? And he's like, "Hey, I need." <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> so, Good. Um, <laughs> that's nice to hear. I have not had some of those before, but I do have one now. That's um, awesome. Yeah. But you're right. But yeah. it's one of those things. It's like, hey, I need. I need something. They're like, hey, you know, we're, we're with you. And Thrawn has probably got the most. Cause I, I want to say he had like nine. We had the seventh fleet. And I can't recall exactly how many ships that is. Now, a bunch of them got destroyed in the Battle of Lothal in Rebels. Uh, it, to include two interdictor star destroyers. And a bunch of other stuff too, and you know, again, spoiler for the for the rebels. If you haven't watched it, I don't know, what, you know, but they, um, you know, uh, uh, Ezra Bridger gets the space whales to wrap up the um, the Chimera, which is the flagship of the Seventh Fleet, um, Thrawn's main battleship, and they, you know, hyperspace off somewhere, and that's where they disappeared, it's like right? The, the- edge of the unknown universe yeah so who knows like which in my opinion i think they probably blasted him right back home <laughs> so he's probably well, probably went right back to the chist ascendancy and they helped him fix it that's my theory is they helped him fix everything up um i, d- I don't really have a theory on ezra right now uh but uh ezra had the ability to i mean he would like bounce around in time and kind of some kind of weird stuff with his force ability so who really knows where he went um but I think that this attack came from Thrawn. I think Thrawn is stationed somewhere around there. And when he discovered that there were people inhabiting that area, i.e. Um, Bo-Katan, and then Den shows up, he's like, nah, got to end this because we don't want to be revealed until we can rebuild. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the deal is. Because um, if you read the Thrawn, the new Thrawn books, it's you know, really his reasoning for coming to the Empire uh, was to assess to see if they could help the Chiss uh, fight off this other... And, God, I, I, I hate to be such a big Thrawn fan, I can't recall the name of the the, um, the the race, but to fight this other race off. And it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool. And I think that's where that's going. Well, and I do too, because, you know, you have the whole Ahsoka series. And she, I believe she even mentions to Luke that she's still hunting. They don't come out and say Thrawn, but. but she does when she, she does when she's fighting the that uh, warlord oh, on that, that planet. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. And, and that, that woman's Beskar fighting spirit. with the Beskar spear and she gives it to Dan. Yeah, because right at the end she goes, where's your master? Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Because that's when I levitated off the couch when I heard that. (laughs) I was like, oh, God, yes. Yes, pretty much, except for (laughs) this was in Rejoice. (laughs) 
but you know, it's it's one of those things. If you've read anything about Thrawn, you know what an amazing character he is. Oh yeah, and if he is done correctly. Well, you know, Timothy Zahn wrote those original books there. Oh, But then he also, in order to uh, introduce Thrawn into the new canon stuff, he created the new Thrawn stuff, which is the only real difference, really, is those other characters, you know, on the the light side. Those don't exist. Um, But the other stuff really does. I mean, he, he, and it has its own cast of characters that are fantastic uh eli vanto uh i'm hoping maybe he shows up somewhere i i don't know it would be cool uh, but it, you know it, it's really cool plus all the you know admiral uh Ad- i can't say her name but anyway um who is a chiss admiral that was buddies with him it'd be really cool if maybe she came back and helped him i don't know there's just a lot they could potentially do there it, it's one of those things that if the higher ups, if the execs will just be patient and wait and and keep from meddling with stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and they've even said that they want to get it to where Star Wars is back on the big screens. I personally, I, done man, I, I personally could just care less. Just keep well, gi- it, keep giving me Disney Plus TV shows. I don't, I don't got, really need it. Well, I know, but if you've got if you've got Filoni involved with the movies, they could be mm. phenomenal. I'm telling you, if you haven't watched the Bad Batch, you need to watch the Bad Batch. It's really good, <laughs> really, really good. Especially this season, it gets really dark and twisted. And you start seeing folks that play significant roles in everything from uh, the um, um, Rogue One all the way through the original trilogy. So you, it's 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 good. And it really talks about it talks about that unknown time frame that that nobody really talks about. About like, where the hell did all the clones go? Um, and it's, it's really that there's some political intrigue on that. You know, there's a Senator trying to get, uh, pensions and, and things like that for clones and stuff. It's really interesting. The empire sees them as property. Uh, it's, um, it's a good show. It really is a good show, but, but unfortunately all of these things are trying to clean up that, um, that bad, bad (laughs) last three films. The bad batch. No, no. <laughs> the bad three films. So, no, what there, there are three. No, no, what? No, no. There's six <laughs> films. And I don't know where you're getting nine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Three, I know. three more. Three. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where this show goes. Uh, Mandalorian. I, I, I've loved every episode. Uh, I've enjoyed every bit of it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I like that they bring in uh, actors. Uh, you know they've had two SNL guys in there, not really playing funny roles. They were just they they just they're really good character actors. So they come in and do their thing, and I think it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that. I did see some scuttle about that. And I'm like, what? Why, why is that a problem for you? I don't. <laughs> they're not coming in and doing you know uh, freaking you know I, 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 I you know what I'm trying to say. I mean they're just it's just yeah, they're they're not trying. They're funny. I mean because Tim Meadows' character was hilarious, but it was. It wasn't him trying to be like stupid funny. Well, it's just the, yeah, Tim Meadows delivery. Yeah, and it is just like he's annoyed because I know he's played in, in several different shows. He's been like the principal and a guidance counselor, stuff like. And it's that person that's that's kind of entrenched in the bureaucracy, and they're they're annoyed with it. <laughs> but there's like there's nothing I can do about it, man. You know, I'm just his delivery is kind of like has got an annoyed feel to it it's like yeah i know it's all screwed up man there ain't nothing i can do about it i mean get out get, quit busting my job yeah, yeah, it's like i'm just they, doing everything kinda, i can have you seen you my know? inbox well, yeah. exactly and so. the the fact that it's funny but it's it's not like just stupid like over the top funny it's just like you can relate because you've all dealt with yeah 
that guy, you know, you're trying to get something done, you know, he's like, Hey man, there's something, man, what do you want me to do, man? I got droids are dropping all these things off and I got to get all this stuff done. I got to get this done. And then here you want me to do what? Yep. I ain't got time for that, man. Well, and, in, in my opinion, the new Republic is destined to fail. And if they were to make stories that happened after episode nine, then that would continue to show the new Republic failing because they do. <laughs> they just do. Because okay, now, now you're just being the cynical Empire fanboy. Well, but they do. The Empire failed too, and the Empire failed because they did just like the the real Roman Empire. They overreached. They did too much, and then they started spending money in the wrong place. Death Star project, the you know uh, Stardust, never should have happened. <laughs> and they should have funded the money into something else. I don't know. Thrawn's TIE Defender program that would decim- <laughs> that would have decimated the, the rebellion. And then there would have been peace brought to the game. Uh, well, I mean, in, in the video games, you, you have to admit that that ship They're phenomenal. is, is phenomenal. Uh, and the fact that you get to have Darth Vader as a wingman, yeah. uh, you know. But TIE Defenders could chase down stuff through hyperspace. Whereas, well, not only that, but you also had uh, you had lasers and ion cannons, and you could carry torpedoes. Yeah, um, and you got two, four, six, eight. I think eight. So you've got six times the number of lasers that a Tie Fighter has. Yes, um, and then. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, point is that's that's how they failed. So somewhere in a happy middle would be great. Um, but well, and and I wonder, and this is you know. I don't know how to phrase. I'm trying to think how to phrase it because we we don't really get political on the on the show. But I kind of think how Carl Weathers is running his planet. You know where it's like, look, we're, we'll we'll trade, we'll work with you and stuff, but we're we're pretty self reliant on a lot of stuff. Instead, of, you know, because he doesn't want to go to the government. You know, the New Republic. He's like, hey, just know. leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Yes, and so. I wonder if that could be a direction that that the show tries to to take. You know, because we, we know that the New Republic's going to fail. Yep, it's and, pretty uh, obvious. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have problem after problem after problem, and you know, it's like, well, who can you really count on? Yeah, you, you, you get, it's you, the people you look after, and your friends. Because, you know, he, he, he goes to Mando first. Mando's, you know, talking to his people. And, you know, he goes, you know, when the guys are sitting there you know, blasting the city and he's he's looking out and, and he sees the, the population, the people that he's in charge of, tries to care for, you know, he goes, you can just tell he's like, God, I hate to do this. And he's like, hey, man, um, I'm calling in a favor. <laughs> and he sends, you know, Carson the message. Right, like, we and, need help. yeah, and they're supposed to, and and that's something that that's irritating, right? It's like just because the the imperial plant in there, and she's like, yeah, uh, they haven't signed the charter; they're not members. Oh yeah, just, and yeah. and they just take it as that. They're like, no, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, we'll see what we can do. What do you mean? If I'm not in the club, you won't help me. I thought you, yeah. st- I thought you stood for all the light and the right and everything yeah. that the empire was not. You know, yet here they are. You know what? Nah, you're not paying your taxes. I ain't going to help you. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, wait a minute. What? Where, where do you live? Oh, no, you're, you're not. Uh, you're sorry, not in my district. Paving. Yeah, you're not, not in. Paving down that yeah, far. yeah, you're not in my district. I can't <laughs> pave your road. You know, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> uh, but now, it, it, I don't know why this made me think of this, but like, you got to give it up for him. Uh, who who may be my favorite Mandalorian? And okay. If you're not, you're like sitting there. Going, okay, who's Ham? The heavy, oh. armored. Mando, oh, that, that's you know, that, that, the big guy. Paz Vizsla. Yes, is his name. Yeah. we call we we call him Ham. You know? Well, yeah, he's 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 a uh, he's he's from a long line of pretty radical um, Mandalorian. Yes, I, I know, but Ham, I like it though. No, I like I like it. <laughs> heavy armored Mando. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> But anyway, uh, when they when they're having their little 
fireside talk, you know. Yep. Mando's got the hammer, and he he says his piece, gives it back. Cam hops up, he gets it, and you're like, oh man, you know he's just going back because he doesn't like him. Not a big fan of Mando's, but he's coming around, and he's like, look, this is what we do. Leroy Jenkins. (laughs) Pretty much. Let's do this. I'm up. Let's do this. (laughs) I'm like, was not expecting that. You know, he, but but the only way, uh, Paz liked Mando is because Mando saved his kid and he realized he had to prove himself, but that society is a warrior society. They're an alpha society. They're a society that would probably be quite frowned upon today. And they, that is their role in the world, and you have yes. to, you have to earn their respect. And, well, like, uh, and they he, and he did he training Goku. Yeah, you know, like he he's training Goku, and uh, like, do your thing. You know, he, he he's like show him. Yeah. You know, he's done been hit twice, and, and he does his little flip and goes da out. Yeah, everybody's just like, <laughs> but he's okay. but he, but he had to tell him like it's okay. This is yeah. your family because he's been hiding his abilities and he knows he needs to, even though he's still really young developmentally for whatever race he is. Um, even though he's like 50 something years old, he, he's very young developmentally, but he's still trying to hide. He still thinks he needs to. And yeah, he sort of kind of does, but I know, I know this is something you and I had talked about was the fact that the Mandalorian, you know, the show, you think it's about Dinge. It's not. Oh, it's not Din. I think the no. Mandalorian is Grogu. I think in the end, whenever it happens to end, I think that's what the show's about. I don't think it's Din. I don't think it's Bo-Katan. I don't think that it's the race. I think that it's it's Din. I mean, uh, Grogu. And I know we've talked about as, it. And, and as, I th- the, as the, the leader of Mandalore. Of Mandalore. I think he's going to be, at the end, he's standing there in armor, and he's holding a reduced-sized Darksaber. I, I just, I think that he, I think that's it. I think he takes the Darksaber. I think he changes it because he's got enough um, Jedi training. I think he can do it. And um, it goes full circle because the original leader of Mandalore was a, a Jedi Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And... I think that that's that's where this goes, and I think if that's the way it goes, then it's fantastic. I really do. I think it's I've, great. I've seen some art that people have done, and you're just like, and if they make him a little Mando helmet with the ears, oh heck yeah! <laughs> I don't want his yeah, actual. I want his actual ears sticking out. I don't want to be armored because that really no, kind of gives I, him. I saw one. I saw one. It looked really weird. The way they had done it, they kind of progressed him because you know he gets the he gets the symbol, you know, the mud horn, and it's you know it's like he's got a shield on his chest because yeah, it's so oh, yeah, big, that big round. He's like, you grow into it. No, he won't. <laughs> it's still too big. I'm like, it's going to take a while. But somebody had had done some artwork and they had progressed him, you know, like where he had had that and then he had um i think some pauldrons and maybe the chest plate and then they had done him as an adult and you know he's got a full mandalorian armor on and they done one they did two different helmets they did the one like where the the ears were actually part of the helmet you know, I don't like visor. that. And then they had done one. It was he didn't have uh, the glass in the visor. Mm-hmm. You know, and his ears are sticking out, and you can kind of see his face. Yeah, and which I'm would watching. be neat though, because that might uh, that might be a a a crossover point between those that walk the way and and those that don't. Well, that kind of thought the same thing. You know, it's like you can kind of see his face. Yeah, right, it's like right. you can see his eye. You know, but he, but he still, you know, he, he still, still has the sort of walks away, and that's kind of maybe where, sort of where the um, the armor was going with with Bo Katan. She walks both ways, as I think I think is what 
is what uh, the armor said. She can walk both. She walks in both she worlds both or paths. something, both paths. Yeah, something like that. Point is, she can do either thing, and I think that it's like I just said, and, and you agree, is is that it's the it's the armor going. This woman can go and bring us more, reunite us. We have well, a she place. Can she right. can be the quote unquote yep. face. We have a place on this planet with these these other people, and they're going to give us this, and we don't have to hide, and and we can work together, and we can rebuild. And they already know that Mandalore is not cursed, and that it can support life, sort of. And you know, this could be a base of operations to go back. And I mean, it's a fascinating thing. I really, I really like that. And I didn't know much about Mandalorian and Mandalorian culture until really this show and and a bunch of videos and things got into the, the lore. And well, it's really I mean, pretty really darn the fascinating. Only, the only thing we really knew was that Boba Fett, you know, and that that was his armor it was Mandalorian armor. Yep, and that was it. That was that was literally it. Yep. And uh, the way they've expanded it has been it's been a fun journey. I know there's some people that uh, are not thrilled with season three. I don't know why. Um, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I accept just about everything Star Wars, almost everything. But honestly, this is just really, really good stuff. It's really good stuff. You know, even with like, I saw some crap. I'm sitting here looking at a speeder bike, an original speeder bike over on my shelf. But I'm like, there were people griping about... Was it Jason Sudeikis that was one of those guys? Was it who it was back when uh, last season when they went out uh, when they got went out and got him when they went out and got Grogu and they're sitting oh, there waiting about- and, and you know and they're they're smoking and joking and they're like smacking Grogu because yeah, he's talking you know him and stuff. yeah and they're and they're kind of being funny and goofy and people are like oh that's kind of too much comedy no damn they, these are soldiers man <laughs> they're just this is their job. I mean, you don't smoke and joke at work. You think they don't? I mean, that's. Uh, that, I, I like those well, I mean, little aspects. The closest thing you ever got to the, the closest thing that you had ever gotten to the, something like that was in A New Hope when Obi Wan is. Oh yeah, sneaking around, and you know they say you know he does his little force noise. Yeah, I don't know, what was that? I don't know. And he goes, "Hey man, have you seen the new speeders? You know, like the." I can't remember the model number. He says, you know, he's like, okay, they're talking cars. Yeah. Because they're, it's like, they're real people, <laughs> you know, they're yeah, just, they're, I mean, they're constrict, conscripted people. But I mean, heck, the, the mean, clones talked about stuff too. So, well, I mean, the only way you're not going to have them talk about this is they're like the Cylons and they're just robots. robots and these aren't robots. These are people. They're, and it's real people. And I, I like those aspects. You know, like when they're shooting at the the tin can, you know, the metal can, they can't like, hit it, can't and it's kind of up, funny. You know, and they're like shaking their gun and they're shooting at it, and they, <laughs> and it's kind of a like, why can't they shoot it? You know, that kind of thing. And I I think that that humor is it brings more reality to it instead of it just being a faceless mob, and 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 you can see that they're continuing to do some of that in, in the new show. So that, I, I'm I'm excited to see what the what the future holds if if they leave Favreau and Filoni alone. I, I think those guys make them so much money and they make such quality stories that those dudes could probably take dumps on the, on the CEO of Disney's desk and they would clean it up themselves. I mean, I, I just, I don't think those guys, those guys can do no wrong and I think that no matter what, Disney's going to have to do whatever they want to do. And I predict, one of my predictions, I said earlier, is I predict that we see Cara Dune come back and Gina Carano playing her. And when you see that, then you know that Favreau and Filoni has made Disney their bitch. I mean, that's just, they're like, yep, we can do whatever we want. And every oh, and, and every I, Disney, honestly, I mean, and every Star Wars fan in the world should rejoice in that. No matter what your political opinions are of anything or actor or whatever, enjoy the freaking fantasy of Star Wars and rejoice in the fact that these two fans of the show or of the of the genre that have built such an amazing thing have 
beat up the man, beat up the mouse, and said, we're going to produce something that's incredible. You sit over there and collect the check. And that will be amazing. So that's what I think. By God. <laughs> Are you still with me, Wes? Now bring me Thrawn. Now bring me Thrawn. And don't screw him up. <laughs> Do not. Do not screw up uh, my guy, man. I'll lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, going back to the to the original Zon books, I mean, it, he was just an amazing character. And, I mean, they brought in some amazing characters. And I'm like, yeah, I have yeah. high hopes for yeah. Thrawn. It'll be good. Because he, be, he could be the big bad for a long time. And I, I kind of hope that's what happens. He's a bad I, man. That, I think so too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But let us know, guys. You know what, guys, girls, our fans. Uh, you know, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think about the show? What do you think? Uh, where do you think those tie interceptors and bombers come from? Are we right? Are we wrong? Are we delusional? We may be a little delusional, but um, it doesn't matter. We don't care. But what you know what what's going to happen and where things are going to go with this show? So hopefully you're all caught up and we didn't just ruin everything for you, but you were warned. So yeah, we had we had a we had sound effects at the beginning. We of the show. we we, we so did the warning thing. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> all right, man. Well, it's good talking to you, buddy. Well, we'll probably be back in person, uh, face to face next Friday. week for some Friday, other kind Friday, of craziness Friday. yeah so until next time the old bald man Chad says thank you very much Redneck Wes may the yeehaw be with you <laughs> oh that was good <laughs> <laughs>